need technical <laughs> difficulties this late in the game. Well, it's it's my stupid plug. This. Why do that? I don't need to do that. I just need to. Let that be. Let's move it around. My notes. As long as you can see the little. Yeah, going up and down. Hopefully this is working. <laughs> Hopefully everything's good. We see a red light. The camera's on. We're good. Everything should be fine. You That's been record, filming right? for several minutes. Okay. <laughs> You're like, I didn't hit record. Damn yeah. it. We wrote a comic. <laughs> be all right. I suppose I shouldn't you know, act like I'm actually a professional. No. We're not professionals. Not even a oh, no. I closed Puppy in. Oh, well, she's hiding anyways. Welcome to Beyond Our Focus. I'm Stefan, this is Amanda, and this is Let's Palaver about the drawing of the three, part two, chapter two. Of the Dark Tower series. Of the Dark Tower series called, what is it called? Uh, Ringing the Changes, yes. I believe. Ringing the Changes. Which I, I marked the next one, so <laughs> wonderful. Um, Puppy hurdy. Ringing the changes. Today is Monday. Dece no, de de December. December, <laughs> December 10th. We're back in November. I don't know what's going on. We're <laughs> off to the end of the year. Almost getting to Christmas. So, fun, fun stuff. This is going to be probably one of our shorter. Probably our short is. <laughs> I don't see. The next chapter, I looked already. Sorry, I think it's 22 pages, 24 yeah. pages, something like that. So, Quite a bit longer than this one. And this one's only 14 pages. It's a little tiny chapter. But I found it to be a fun little chapter. Yeah. Well, well I mean, yeah. fun's the wrong word. I enjoyed the chapter. Yes. Uh, I guess fun and the, what, the, what the chapter's about. Maybe not the right words for that. You're like, woohoo, carnage. Yes. Blood and gore. How fun. Uh, so, going back to August 1959. Dun, dun, dun. At mm. Sisters of Mercy. Yeah, I was completely confused when this started off. I'm like, what are we doing? Who are we talking? <laughs> What's going on? Sisters of Mercy Hospital on 23rd Street. Because last thing we, we got was uh, Eddie about to cut poor Roland's throat. Yeah. And then we just jump into completely odd, different <laughs> timeline about what's going on, what's happening, and everything. Well, we do know what happens August 1959, because we found out last chapter. Yeah, I said in there that she, she got her... That changed her life forever. Yeah, it's in the past chapter somewhere. It's... I did a could have taken a limo anywhere. Even mm -hmm. in 1959. Yep. Anyway. 1959. We are currently with two gentlemen who... Um, um, They're interns. Interns at a hospital. And they, they work in an ambulance. Yes. Because it seems like there's four people in the ambulance. Yes, there's Him two and another guy, and two, two interns. Uh, or two drivers and two interns. No, because they have paramedics that go with them as far as I know. But isn't the main guy the intern? Huh? Isn't the main guy the intern who's also a paramedic? The guy doing the job? It said uh, neither of the paramedics who rode with them were in sight. What is a paramedic considered? Considered to an intern? What? I don't know what's going on. Okay, the paramedics are the ones that have been doing this. The what? The, the, and they are the, interns. They don't get paid. They just go in the ambulance with these guys and... Well, we'll, we'll get to that Good in old Georgie okay. here. So, George. Yeah, he, George. He said one of his nicknames was Georgie. 
No. I saw it in there and I read it with my own eyeballs. Oh, that's too bad. Oh, see, Georgie did live. He'd be missing an arm, but he lived. And I... Long <laughs> Stephen King book. Oh. Okay, so we have George and Julio. Julio. <laughs> Julio. Good old George Shavers. Yep, George Shavers and Julio Estevez. I immediately knew who they were talking about. Like, you think she'll pull through? Yeah, of course. I'm like, ah, okay, okay. But yes, pretty much the next page. I don't know. Okay, I remember so where we, we are, have, what's going on, so. Okay, so George is the intern. Julio is... A veteran intern? Yeah, Julio is a vet... And he's also the driver. So there's George, who's the intern, Julio's the driver, and then they have the two paramedics. Yeah, two okay. paramedics, the uh, Bobsky twins. The Bobsky twins, yeah. <laughs> what do you call them? Out there chasing uh, Minnesota Poontang. Like, All right! That's where they... So pretty much, you can tell this has already happened. They're at the hospital waiting to see if the lady survives... And their paramedics have already run off. Yep. Um, So, we learned that it is a part of a new program, new program, called Emergency Ride. Emergency Ride being done by Sister of Mercy Hospital. Yes. So, George was one of 16 interns, and the theory was... The intern riding with these paramedics would be able to give them a fresh eye on things and might be able to just have better insight or just sudden. Well, try to get someone more of a doctor type in these emergency rides to help save people. Yeah. And so it started because of the TWA TriStar crash at Idlewild. I didn't look it up. You did that. I didn't know. I don't know if this is an actual event. And if it is, I'm so sorry. <laughs> well, we're not meant to know what happened in 1959. <laughs> it was a little while ago. It's a lot of history. It took, would take us like five seconds of research to figure things out. So Yeah. But yes, they graphically describe the scene. Because George is pretty much saying that he went through this. It was kind of his first gig. And if he could survive this, if he could handle this, then he could handle anything. Yeah. Everyone died except for like, they said like five people or something. And they were mangled. Yeah. (laughs) Horribly mangled. Yeah. (laughs) They looked like they were scraped off the bottom of a coal furnace. Lovely. Yeah. Yep. The very bottom is, yeah. If you can take this, you can take anything. Yes. Oh. Funny little, little thing. I knew a guy who... Doesn't anymore, but he used to be one of the guys in the back of the ambulance. And he told a few little stories and it's like, you know, not nothing I could ever do. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've heard some things too. and just... Horror stories. And it's like, no, no, they may do some good things and save some people. I could, uh, no. Well, yeah, because it's like these, these are the first people to witness the carnage of the accidents. 
It's like the hospitals, yes, they come in, they deal with it. But these are the first people to see it and try to get it under control before they get to the hospital. Yes. So once you're at the hospital, yes, you see some horrifying stuff, but it's a little bit cleaned up compared to what it was. Yeah. So he describes having, like, being okay with everything, being able to eat, being able to do all these things. And then he wakes up from a nightmare and is like, nope, I can't do this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because rough. <clears throat> but then he goes back to sleep and wakes up again. And he's like, yeah, I but I still wanted to be a doctor. Yeah. So, so uh. the next note I have is pretty much that is right at two. And it says, that lady was some weird, you know it? Yeah, that's my next note as well. Because <laughs> she was some weird. She was some serious weird. <laughs> and they kind of have this thing going between them where it's like, George kind of wanted to say something about said lady and didn't want to say it before Julio because Julio's the veteran. Yes. He didn't want to sound amateurish. He didn't yeah. want to sound like the rookie out here. Oh, that was crazy, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, I've seen this a million times, kid. Yeah. <laughs> Get the water out from behind your ears. So Julio said it first. George is like, whew, yeah, that was weird. And then Julio's like, oh, okay, so I'm not the only one. Because it was some weird stuff. <laughs> she was weird, all right. It was like she was two people. Almost like, almost. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the slang in this is just weird. You got it, Doc, 100%. How they wrote it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so pretty much they are sitting there t still talking outside the hospital. And then it kind of pans back to what actually happened. What actually happened? So uh -uh. you find out that everyone else, of course, like nowadays even, are just standing there staring at the incident. Meanwhile, yeah. this old black woman jumped down to actually do yeah, something. Well, and then, uh... Well, first of all... She was pushed. Yeah, well, this, this was before that. Was it? It, yes. it could not have been that far before that. Like, that's literally the next page. But yes, you... you I mean, it says it right here. That she was pushed. Was, yeah, mine was on the next page. Like, see, mine's right here, and then it's right there. Where's two? Two's right here. Yeah, mine's, like, not far after two. I mean, there's two, and mine's right here. I'm saying it's not that smaller, far. Okay. Okay. I just didn't. Your anyway, little story he threw out there, as far as I was aware, happened afterwards. No, it's right there. It says the old black woman had helped, and the white kid who had dialed the cops, while everyone else except the old black woman had just stood around watching like it was some movie or TV show or something. And then it said the woman had been waiting for the train, and someone had pushed her. Okay, I don't know. It's all right then. Right. Someone had Get pushed your shit her. Together. She'd been pushed. Do they ever reveal who? No. Oh, are you talking about later? Yeah. I believe so. I believe maybe. I have a suspicion. I do too. If I don't remember precisely, there's a suspicion happening. Wait. What? I don't know. The person I'm thinking it is, I don't think it is. Because I don't know if we ever find out who pushed her, but we do find out why she has two people in her head. And that is because of, yeah. 
I don't remember that. Okay, I'll, we'll I'll, get around yeah. through it. We'll get <laughs> to it. It's all right. Yeah. We're speaking in secret text. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So pretty mm. much we get the description of the accident right after that. <clears throat> Which is, of course, she was pushed. She fell. Somehow missed that third rail. Well, that electric third rail. Yeah. To which she tried to call, uh, crawl away. Yeah, didn't, didn't. Eh. Well, I mean, you see, she didn't. But she made it far enough <laughs> not to die. Yes, it could have been worse. It could have been right through the back, so. Exactly. I mean, she could have been just chopped in half and been over there. Yeah. So. Like, like poor Jake was run over. By a reindeer. Um, Don't think it was a reindeer. <laughs> My bad. Um... How dare we laugh at Jake? Oh, poor Jake. But yes, yeah, so she gets her legs run over. The woman jumps down, makes tourniquets. The woman, the old lady, the only person who would help, jumps down, dislocates a hip. And then uses a do-rag to uh, uh, tourniquet. tourniquet one leg. And then has to beg people to give up something. And one white dude reluctantly gives up his belt. Yes, he does not. To help seem very, save this woman. He doesn't seem very happy about it. He's just like, eh, eh. yeah. You can tell we're definitely in some days. I mean, it's like nowadays, yes, you still have people who kind of get dumbstruck and they just kind of stare, but you rarely have people just downright go, "Someone's dying, but oh, it's my new belt." Exactly. Like, <laughs> We're not we're not quite in that position, but this is also 1959. Yes, this is, and she is a black woman who just got her legs hacked off. Oh, and it is also a black woman who is asking for help. Yep. Yes. Now the person who calls the ambulance is a white kid. Yes. So it's like not everyone's bad, but this is a different time. Oh yes. So. Pretty much, it describes what happened. It does say that the elderly black chick um, did was given a medal of bravery by the mayor. She deserved it. And her words that she used to talk to the guy for the belt ended up in the New, Nor- New York Daily News as a headline that said, Thank you, bro. <laughs> Pretty much. Thank you, bro. Like, alrighty. But... The reason why everyone got this weirdness from the entire situation is because here this, you know, casual looking woman, just very put together, goes through this accident, gets her legs chopped off, and the only thing she can think of today to say is just in this horrible, (laughs) just pretty much like, where is the guy? I'ma kill him. It said slightly different. Something yeah, oh, like yeah. <laughs> oh, she opened the door herself. That's fine. Well, Pretty hello. much, who was he? And I'm going to hunt him down and kill him. Yep, yeah, 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 yeah. Puppers has joined the party. Right, Puppers has. Yeah, we spoke slightly about you. I'm sorry. Uh, how's it going? How are you doing? Yes, I know. You were not greeted, so she has to greet okay, you. Okay, hello. So, and also, the other thing about this lady is... There was not enough holes in the belt, so the entire time before the paramedics get there, she's literally cinching the belt shut by hand. With a dislocated hip. With a dislocated hip. Go her. Uh, She does a lot. 
She did a lot. I mean, without her, Odetta probably would have died. Oh, yeah. More likely would have died. Hi, baby girl. She would have just bled out there on the tracks. It would have been over. Well, you just need to say hello to everybody. <laughs> so pretty- she abandoned you back there. It was so bad. It was terrible. Locked you in there? You had to open the door yourself? I know. Yeah. You done? You done? You said everything you need to say? Okay, yeah, probably. Okay, okay I'm, I'm pretty good. Okay. Go ahead. Up. And. Asses up. Up. Lay down. Or lay down. Lay down right there. That's fine, too. So, pretty much, she, uh... So then the next thing that happens is George gets there. Yep. And he hops down by himself. And when the paramedics pretty much try to come down, he's like, no. Yeah. Does he why, though? Just, he had kind of, it, it seems like how they talk about it, he just gets that doctorness about him. <laughs> where it's just like, he sees the scene... It kind of is like, oh, nope, nope. And then it hits him, and he's, like, clear-headed. He starts doing what he needs to do. He starts, like, pretty much uh, tying off all the veins, arteries, everything like that. And just, like, he just gets that one-track mind where it's like, if someone else comes into this, they're going to mess it up. Like, I've got to do this. So he pretty much takes control of the situation. He does. He does. He cinches and closes as many arteries and veins that he possibly can before they take her up off the tracks and everything. Yes. And then the weirdness started. Mm. I think she... Did it start then or did it start just a smidge later? Well, no. It it says she wakes up. Oh, well, no. That's literally the last line of two. Oh. Then the weirdness started. The weirdness started. And uh, how I did the next set of notes is I just counted down how many times they switched back and forth. So I was like... Well, there's a lot. Detta. Well. Oh, Detta, Detta, Oh, Detta, Detta, Oh, Detta, Detta, Oh, Detta, and then out. She wakes up <laughs> first, or kind of moans and stuff, and he gives her a crap ton of drugs to knock her out yeah. until they get her into the ambulance. Yes. And then she wakes up again. And yes. that's where the weirdness... Really begins. Yes. Because I love the uh, the the first line. Because his first thing, his first thought was, the guy he had heard at the thing must have been lying. Yes. Must have been lying. This was a this was a cultured, intelligent woman. Yes. Because he said pretty much just says what ha-, she says. What has happened to me? And. You've had an accident, you were, and then, of course, she goes out. And he's like, okay, well, she's like, I don't get paid enough for this. Like, this is the job for somebody else. And then, I I like this line because it reminds me of Roland. But Roland and Eddie's situation. It says, when she did, George Shaver was looking at a different woman. Meaning, she opened her eyes. And it just reminded me of how when Roland and Eddie would switch back mm. and forth, everyone was focused on their eyes. So it's the same thing happening, except in one woman, and her eyes aren't changing color, they're changing tone. Oh, she changes drastic tone. Yes. She's a very different woman. Yes. <laughs> to, yep, 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 cut, yep, this guy cut off my legs, I felt him go, 
dist ambulance? <laughs> He's like, yeah. <laughs> Suddenly he needed something to drink. <laughs> but it says, this was like watching Spencer Tracy and Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Only for real. Oh, yeah. Did they get the honky mo? <laughs> yeah. So what you'll learn really fast, if you didn't get it already from now, is that the language that Stephen King used for Detta is obviously vulgar, but it's also very un, un, what do you call it? Uneducated or just non non grammatical. That and as I think George said in here, uh, it, she's like a cartoon character. Yes, just like yeah. So he pretty much said no because they don't know who pushed her. And she just kind of flips out and just dozes off again. And he's like, go to sleep. Please go to sleep. I don't get paid for this. I don't understand this. They told us about shock, but nobody mentioned schizophrenia as one of the... And then suddenly those gentle eyes opened again. And she's back to just asking what happened. Yeah. What sort of accident was it? She asked. I remember coming out of the eye. And it goes... Strangely, I? He said stupidly. The she smiled a little. It was painful smile. The hungry eye. It's a coffee house. Oh yeah, right. This pleasant conversation. This legs lock. This girl's lost her leg. She's in an ambulance. We just have this pleasant conversation. The other one, hurt or not, had made him feel dirty and a little ill. This one made him feel like a knight in an Arthurian tale. A knight who has successfully rescued the Lady Fair from the jaws of the dragon. I remember walking down the stairs to the platform, and after that, someone pushed you. It sounded stupid, but what was wrong with that? It was stupid. Push me in front of the train? Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Have I lost my legs? Not all of them. <laughs> and then she closed her eyes, and he's like, please let it look, please let her be fainted. Just... I don't want to deal with this anymore. They opened blazing. Mm-hmm. We were uh, We flipped out even more so this time. Yeah. She, like, claws at the air almost... Pretty much what it was described in as the last chapter where she clawed the boy's face open. Mm. Yeah, that's pretty much what she almost did to his face. Yes, she tries. Very much so. And she is so mad because just... All, pretty much all these just white people. Honkies. Just oh, all these honkies. All of these honkies. Her face was monstrous. Her eyes full of hell's own light. It wasn't even the face of a human being. And then that's when he goes to say <laughs> that she sounds like a, you know, cartoon character. Mm. She talks about going to kill all them honkies. She sees... Oh, yeah. And Go get them. This shakes up the paramedics. Like, they're like, drug her. Drug her now. We don't care. Just because originally they're like, we can still drug her again if you think we need to. And he's like, no, I, I'd rather her not OD. And now they're just like, do it. Do it. <laughs> this lady is crazy. And yeah. she's going to hurt someone else in this ambulance. And pretty much he's just like, no, chicken. Just, like, I can, we can deal with this. Yeah. We can deal with this. And of course, she comes back again. So will I live? She asked in a conversational tea room voice. 
Yes, and then um, she asked if he if he's okay. Yes. Like, let you let, we get the rules. Come on, <laughs> I think he's probably all right. She and, asked, yeah, she asked him, and the genuine concern in her voice made him smile a little. Her asking him. A man could fall in love, and that was when her hand turned into a claw, and she was telling him he was a honky. <laughs> uh, yeah, she. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, because he had he had taken her hand when he saw the eyes open again, and they were so gentle. And then she, her eyes must have closed again because he was checking <laughs> his hand to see if it was still there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She's gonna not only uh, cut off his balls, she's gonna chew on them. Oh yeah. <laughs> He pulled away, looking to see if his hand was bleeding. Thinking incoherently that if it was, he would have to do something about it. Because she was poison. The woman was poison, and being bitten by her would be about the same as being bitten by a copperhead. Or rattler. Yeah, yeah. probably. Yeah. She, 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 she evil. Yeah. She's like pure evil. Then she went out for good, and that was good for all of them. Yeah. So pretty much it was, started out at Odetta, then Detta, Odetta, Detta, Odetta, Detta, Odetta, and then out. So seven times. It's one heck of a ride. Jeez. So <laughs> we're back to Julio and George outside of the uh, thing, and they're still talking about, you know... So what you think? <laughs> and George obviously thinks it's schizophrenia. Then the sex few things is interesting. The are you talking about the conversation mm-hmm. between the two of them? Yeah, I noted that too. It says, I think she might be schizophrenic, George said slowly. Yeah, I know that. I mean, what's going to happen to her? I don't know. She needs help, man. Who going to give it? Well, I already gave her one, George said, but his face felt hot as if he were blushing. Julio looked at him. If you already gave her all the help you can give her, you shouldn't let her die, Doc. George looked at Julio for a moment but found he couldn't stand when he saw him. In Julio's eyes. Not accusation, but sadness. So he walked away. Had places to go. So pretty much what I got from that was that it's like she was in a situation. Her legs are bleeding. Everything like that. He did all he could for her. Did all he could for her. And then uh, now he's... Julio's pretty much asking, yeah, she, I mean, she's probably going to live and everything, but, you know... Who's going to help her pass that? And what I got from it is George pretty much is like, well, you know, I already gave her her life back once. I mean, that's pretty much the end of my job. And Julio's saying... <sighs> it just seems it's incredibly weird, weird and rude. Yeah. It's like he did save her life. It's not his job to follow up and fix things. But yeah, so Julio's pretty much like, if you feel you've done everything that you can, then... You should just let her die, because I mean, look at her. Look at her situation. Look how she is mentally. Still not really. Yeah, no, he's not. Not a George's job. <laughs> he's he's not really a psychiatrist. So. He did what he could. He saved her life. And either that, or it was also leaning towards the fact that I mean, George is an intern, 
Like, I mean, he can't just stay on that case forever. No. He's not a official doctor. He's not her doctor either. No. So it's like, he can't just be like, oh, I'm going to keep checking up on her and see what I can do. So, I don't know. It's just, it's one of those things like, well, Julio, what you doing? What you, yeah, exactly. What you, what you doing, Julio? <laughs> you the driver, huh? You driving? Um, but no, that's, that's kind of what I got out of it, but. Just a bit. Um. Odd. But then we step into five, which is the time of the drawing. Yeah, I put that down. The time back. of the drawing. We get back to our buddy. Good old Roland. And we only got a couple pages left. Yes. But they move very quickly. Oh, yeah. So we go back to where Odetta Holmes is still kind of paused with her hand in her purse and a handful of fake crappy jewelry. Oh, I mean Detta. Sorry, yeah, Detta Walker. Detta. Not Odetta. Sorry, I read Odetta Holmes, and that was the name yeah. that stuck out, not Detta. But yes, Detta Walker had come forward more and more. The thing that Detta liked to do best was steal. So Detta Walker has her hand in her purse with the crappy yeah. jewelry. Didn't matter what she stole. She just enjoyed the act of stealing. Yes, it was the taking. The taking was what mattered. It is what mattered. And then she screamed because... When Roland came into her mind, when he came forward, she for a moment sensed the other, as if the door had been swung open inside her head. And she screamed because the invaded, raping presence was a honky. She could see, could not see, but nonetheless sensed his whiteness. The mind of Roland has... Entered her mind, and she can't stand it because she can sense his whiteness. He is so white. Um, I did like that, though, as far as the whole, uh, she for a moment sensed the other. So, from pretty much the beginning of The Lady of the Shadows, we know that they live, they share the same body, but they're not aware of each other. And Detta is more aware that parts of her life are missing than Odetta, but they still don't know about each other. Mm -hmm. And so by Roland breaking into her mind, it kind of just suddenly was like, oh my goodness, there's someone else here, and there's not just this white dude. There's something else here, too. Yeah, she somehow senses the other person. Yes. And then, of course, because she's screaming, people in the store are like, what is going on? Yeah, this is a bit odd, which draws attention to the fact, of course, she's stealing... When you have your hand in your purse with a bunch of crappy jewelry and you're screaming, yeah, people are going to look at you. Yeah. But my next note was pretty much the first start of six, which was Roland was momentarily horrified by the snake pit of hate and revulsion in which he found himself. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they, well people are the main person screamed for the floor walker. Named Jimmy. Jimmy! Good old Jimmy the security guard. Yes. And he's like... He pretty much... He, he ran, even though he knew it was going to be nothing. He ran anyways. Yes. Because he had been on the force for a while. Yes. And Roland saw him as a big man with a potato sack belly. <laughs> <laughs> he saw people looking and he took control. Suddenly he was the woman with the dusky hands. I will say... Roland handles this wheelchair like it's nobody's I, business. 
he from not knowing exactly what it was because in the vision he just saw her kind of gliding along instead yeah, of walking. For not having a clue what's going on, to entering her mind, being disgusted, what's going on, and then seeing that someone's coming after him. To just magically, like, you know what? I'm in a wheelchair. I got willed. I know how to control it. Let's go. I don't, they're not that easy. They're not that easy. Well, I mean, he's a gunslinger. I mean, I, as a gunslinger, you can take control of anything. <laughs> sure. We'll, we'll go with that. So the first uh, casualty of all this is she loses her purse. And it says, spilling Detta's credentials and stolen treasures in a wide trail along the floor. Meaning now they have all the information they need on Detta, at least. I don't know well, let's if they have credentials. fake IDs. How does Detta have credentials? Where does she get credentials for Detta and not Odetta? Because really, Detta isn't really a real person. With like, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, it's... it's it's an interesting thought. Like, did she get a fake ID so that she could go places? Like, realize, hey, I mean, you'll wake up one day and realize, oh, in order to even buy alcohol and crap, I got to get an ID. And it's like, well, I don't want to deal with these people. So I'm going to just go with I'm my not going to deal with any white honky trying to give me a... So I'm going to just go get an ID from one of my friends. And then... I don't know. We don't ever get any explanation yeah. out that's really needed either, but... So pretty much the uh, security guy falls on his butt, and when he gets back up, he seals he sees the wheelchair lady just speed into a dressing room. Yep. And he's like, "Ha ha! I got you now." Oh, he's got her. He's happy about it because yes. he's gonna scare her. He's not gonna hurt her, but he's gonna scare her. I don't care if you got five orphan children and only a year to live. I'm not going to hurt you, but oh boy, am I going to shake your dice. Yeah, he's tired of these these cripples stealing. And the judge that won't do anything because people think crippled people can't be terrible. Wait, what? I don't know. What? 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 what, what? Okay. It says the floor. Oh, the floor walker yelled, hey, Jimmy. I thought the floor walker was Jimmy. Oh, so did I. Okay. No, because it said he beat the floor walker to the dressing room. And I was like, how did he beat himself? But <laughs> Okay. So he is the security guard. Jimmy's the security guard. The floor walker apparently also went after yeah. the, apparently one of the people selling stuff. So they stuff. slam open the door and nothing. Just, just nothing. Well, right before that, right, that'd be right before that where they slammed to the wrong door. No, it was, uh, this is the first one. Okay. He beat the floor walker to the dressing room, slammed the door open with his left shoulder, and it was empty. No black woman, no wheelchair, no nothing. And then he looks at the floor walker, and he's like, the other one. And then that's when they... That way he breaks in that one. And, well, as he describes, um, this is, um, no black woman, no wheelchair, no nothing. Yep. A woman in a linen skirt and a Playtex living bra. And she's like, ah! Very white and very much not in a wheelchair. <laughs> so get out of here, you pervert. And then, yes, ma'am. <laughs> so I, I liked it because it was like, what is it? Did she go in there or not? And it's like, yeah. It's like, so where is she? It's like, let's go back and pick up the mess. And that by that time, Jimmy's like, you do it. I fell on my butt. I'm done. This is just too weird for me. Yeah, because... Woman in a wheelchair disappeared 
magically out of a dressing room. Not so magically, but magically nonetheless. Yes. And so the last part of the chapter is this short little paragraph. Yep, just one little thing. And it is from Roland's point of view. Well, sort of-ish. Narrative. (laughs) But yeah. So, I don't know what I was going to say. Go ahead. (laughs) You expecting me to read it? The moment the gunslinger heard the dressing room door bang shut behind him, he rammed the wheelchair around in a half turn, looking for the doorway. If Eddie had done what he had promised, it would be gone. But the door was open. Roland wheeled the Lady of Shadows through it. Yeah, this this lady. He goes from in a door, I mean, walking through a door, to this woman freaking out. To her being disgusted by his whiteness, to a security guard seeing him, to him running into a dressing room and taking Detta Odetta. Yeah. Just taking her. There is no if, ands, buts, whys, who's, what's it, there's, I'm taking you. <laughs> it's just, so, it's so surprising how short this chapter, and most of the chapter is like backstory. Yeah. And then, I, like a fourth of it is Roland taking Odetta. Eddie, we had, I don't know how long with Eddie. It's like, if this, if this was Eddie's story, it would literally be a story about him and his brother, and then the shootout. Yeah, like, and it'd be gone. <laughs> and we would, so it's weird, but hers, I get, is also more complicated. It's like, well, we've already given you one story that is so much about this world that you're already familiar with. You already yeah. kind of know what this world is, and got you to know Eddie as a person. At the moment, we don't really need you to get to know Dana Walker as a person. We've already given you some backstory on her. We got to figure out why she cut her like how her legs got cut off. And now there's still more to happen with Dana Odetta. Yeah. And it's like the beginning of this part was technically uh Dada's Dada and Odetta's backstory like what they're doing now how they're living now Mm -hmm. and with eddie you kind of get that in pieces with roland Mm -hmm. so this one they kind of had to do it beforehand and well i guess they didn't technically have to but it would have been easier to try to explain the three people (laughs) in one body instead of just two (laughs) so and in this one you couldn't keep Roland inside her mind the way you kept Roland in Eddie's mind. No. Because she's not Eddie. She's also not happy. No. And uh, the fact that he went into the body when it is Detta and not Odetta. Yeah, it'd been very different if it had been Odetta. Yeah. It was not. Odetta probably would have thought it was just another conscience, her other voice, the goad. But, no, she, uh... The, the fact is, they kind of caught her at a bad time, in a bad place, and the fact that she was doing something bad when he decided to hop into her mind, it was kind of, we do this now or we don't, like she gets arrested and I have to try to talk to her while she's in jail, or we just get her out of here, so. Oh, I could take her at any point. <laughs> hey, but he, he takes her, she is now in Roland's world. Which we'll hear more. Like I said, the next year is like 22 pages. It's called Odetta on the Other Side. Do, do, do. Odetta, much more pleasant. 
Oh yeah. It's gonna get hot. The, it's going to be getting more and more difficult as this goes on to form dialogue. <laughs> because, or talk about the dialogue, I should say, between the characters. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. We, we skipped over some things, modified things, because they get very... Oh, yeah. And she gets worse. Oh, she, she gets, gets worse. way worse. It's especially, you know, when it's just her. Yeah, yes. yeah. That is, that is not a nice person. She does not like white people. No. And especially white men. Yeah, especially, especially. Especially no. white men. Yeah. She just Which kind of just... Dis- two like, white men, as far as she can tell, just took her. Yeah, they kidnapped her. Woo! That is not happy. No. So I guess we will learn more about that in the next chapter. Oh, in the next chapter. See how she reacts to being in a totally different world. Two white dudes. Yep, yep. Ooh, Not happy. Oh my goodness. Not happy. We'll just wheel her down to oh. the abstracities. It's fine. <laughs> Let's just kill her. Went through this effort to get her. Let's kill her. No, no, it, it gets better. Yes. It gets better. Dun, 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 dun. But yes, that was kind of a shortest, short, shortest chapter compared to most. You gonna say goodbye to everyone? Say goodbye. Oh, don't stab me. Say goodbye to the audience of two. Shut. Say goodbye. Three. It's three now. I know. I know. How are you? I know. I know. It's, it's three now. It's three now. Three. Hi. Hi. We now. need nineteen guys. Nineteen. Get us, I, get us up to either nineteen subscribers or at least nineteen, you know, views on all of our. I don't think we're. Let's collaborate videos. Our goal just is clean 19. My, it has to be 19. Just clean my hand. Just, just, there you go. Just just do it. Yeah. I know I see you. This is the doggy portion of this episode. I, this is. Because it was so short, the dog feels she needs to uh, get us to that hour mark, apparently. That's what it is. Just, just clean my hand the rest of the episode. <laughs> and get mouth noises the rest of the episode. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this has... Just to let you guys know, <laughs> for those of you just listening, yeah. It's, it's my hands good? What's it tasty? You want some oh more? There you go. I feel so bad for the people just listening to this. Um, anyways. Everybody loves mouth noises. Come on. Oh, God. Make sure you like, share, subscribe, and comment. We would love to hear what you guys think about the chapter. If you guys have any insight, especially on that conversation between Julio and George. Yeah. Um, Maybe it gets burned. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. We'll find out more. But it was good. I enjoyed it. It was short. I say short. It's still been 42 minutes. So, shortish. Uh, we drank it a little more than we probably could have. Should have. And the dog helped a little bit. So. Then you. You're so excited. Baby girl, you have already been out. Yes. No, no. Yes. Uh, but anyways. You can reach me. Stars Untraveled. Reach Amanda at KZ Pup. Reach the show at Beyond Our Focus on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, podcast services, and YouTube. Please like the videos, subscribe to the channels, and leave comments wherever possible. Yeah, let us know what's going on, what you like, what you don't like. Go check out the other videos. We have plenty. We do have plenty at this <laughs> point. We do. We put out video. We put out four videos a week. And a comic. So there's plenty to check out. The comic's awesome. I always push the comic because I like it a lot. And I want everybody to go look at it. Um, 
I just realized I have not posted on my Twitter and I don't know how long, but yeah. Well, I mean, get on top of that. It, it does exist. You can follow her as she posts nothing, but you can... Waffle uh, could, could, keeps getting views, just not, randomly. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I mean, know. I also don't really post on mine. Yeah. I post on Beyond Her Focus a lot, but I don't post on my personal very often. <laughs> uh. But yes, I believe that is it. Awesome possum. Uh, I know we haven't mentioned quite yet, because it also won't change, but uh, the week after New Year's, there will be... There will be videos every day, but we won't be actively recording them that week. So, The week after New Year's. The week after Christmas. The New Year's week, the week after Christmas. Well, okay, we will no, be filming... No, it would be Christmas no, week. No, okay, it's Christmas, Christmas week. Christmas week. Technically, we're don't off... Listen to him. I don't know what's going on. We're off Christmas week, so there probably won't be no new post on Instagram or stuff, but... We will have videos. Videos will still be posting, just so you're aware. You not, guys feel all lonely and needing Christmas spirit. Not that anyone got this far into the video. Shut it's up. like we already we already said goodbye. We're like we're done. But also, for those of you who made it so far, and you stuck around for no reason after the goodbye, there's extra content because we have to have a ten minute outro. I, I guess so. All I, all I can think of is the end of Deadpool. He's like, chicka, chicka. there's a song that comes on. I don't, I don't know if you've heard, it's Hillary Duff, but Hillary Duff does one of our Christmas songs at work, mm. and in the background, someone's going, chicka, chicka. and every time it does, it just reminds me of the after credit scene of the first Deadpool, when he's in the ro- robe, and then, you don't remember the, where he's talking about Cable, like Cable being in the next film and everything like that, he's just in a long hallway in the Yeah, bathroom. oh, I remember the scene, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, he goes into the, he's like, no. Go, go away. And then he goes into a room and then he sticks his head back out and he's like, chicka, chicka, chicka. <laughs> I don't remember that particular <laughs> but, piece, but. But yes, uh, there's a uh, there's a Hillary Duff Christmas song that comes on our radio station at work and it's in the background someone's doing that as part of the. See, what y'all didn't know is you're getting an extra bonus episode of What's in the Box <laughs> attached to Let's Flower right at the end. And if you clicked off, you didn't know. You missed it. Oh, I'm so sorry, guys. Oh, really, we only have so much time. We've dragged this out way too okay. long. So, till next time, long days and pleasant nights. Chicka chicka. Chicka chicka. <laughs> <laughs> Why not?